You're listening to Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity with your host, Dr. Sybil Georgiana. Okay. So welcome. I do have um, an exciting, exciting, um, I would say, colleague with me, Andrea O'Donnell. I do hope I pronounce your name right. Um, and um, yeah, I was just very excited when I got to ask you about um, speaking a little bit about your work as a nutritional um, therapy practitioner uh, and how you feel um, that food can be used for mental wellness and overall well-being. So um, anyways, I was so excited that you um, you agreed to share a little bit about your background or your favorite things as a um, nutritional therapist practitioner. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes. So, um, so I, I can give a little backdrop on, um, I felt it was like a divine appointment to even have met you when I was just looking for nutritional therapy support for actually for one of my kids. And literally when I was trying to take another look at it because of the big influence of food on mood and well-being, even in emerging little ones, um, you showed up in one of my comfort calls. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is like the heavens open up and answering my question. Who could help me? So um, anyway, so that was my me finding you. But how did you find you feel, if I can ask, um, to become a nutritional therapist practitioner? Yeah. Um, so, you know, as with most people, it wasn't a linear one. Um, I have a background actually in counseling. So I received my master's in counseling and then I worked in the university for over a decade. And then I worked in HR, but during that whole time, I really had my own health challenges and hurdles and the frustrations that I kept running into, especially with doctors, you know, I would go see a doctor saying I wasn't feeling well, I was bloated, I was gaining weight. And they would take my labs and say everything is normal and send me on my way. I remember one time a doctor even said that it might be in my head and I was crazy. And I just felt very unsupported, unheard. Um, and that just kind of led me on my own journey into doing more research and asking anybody that would listen, doing um, more holistic health. So acupuncturists, Eastern medicine, functional medicine, because I just felt like they listened more to my story. Um, I had a lot of stress in my life, you know, as most people do. Um, and I, I was learning a lot that stress and nutrition are so closely related, you know, into when we're stressed, that things aren't working properly and how it impacts our mood. And impacts um, our overall health and well-being. It's not just about exercising. So the more that I learned, the more I wanted to learn. And then I wanted to help others because I didn't want people to have the same struggles that I did. You know, just yes. having, you know, seeing a doctor and just getting another prescription, another prescription, another band-aid thrown on things that, you know, I wanted to help. And I want to help people who want answers, you know, want to get to the root cause of what's going on. They want to learn, you know, about the truth, you know, about whole foods and, you know, things that are happening in our, in our culture and society that are kind of trying to keep us down. So that's when I decided to um, follow my passion 
and uh, I received my nutritional therapy practitioner certificate. And then I decided to open up my business, which is Rising Roots Nutrition. It's so exciting. And that's yeah. why I, I caught you at the right time. You were at the right time in my life. Yeah. And um, so speaking about the, you know, those those things that we favor. I mean, it was such a, I felt it was like a total godsend situation for me to meet you there. So what's the favorite, if you even started out like describing, like what's the favorite thing um, that you that you love about this work, uh, nutrition, but a little bit more than, than, than going to see a nutritionist, like in this field of nutritional therapy support, what's the favorite part of it? Maybe there is one. Oh, um, honestly, it's when I see that my client gets it, that aha moment, and they start seeing the changes in their body to me is worth more than it's weight in gold. I mean, I just, when I'm talking to somebody and explaining something and you know, they have questions and they're like, okay, okay. And then they start putting it into practice, right? Cause there's one thing to learn something. We can go to school, we can read books, you know, wow, that's really interesting. But it's not until we start applying it in the real life and start seeing the changes mm-hmm. that is just, it's just amazing. You know, I have had people tell me, you know, besides losing weight, they've gotten more energy, the hormones um, are balanced, they are sleeping through the night, their acne has um, gone away, Um, their puffiness, this overall, like they just felt puffy has gone down. Um, The lab markers have improved from prediabetes into not having prediabetes anymore. Um, you know, finding digestive issues, right? The bloating to go away, the constipation improving. When you start seeing these these changes in people and then overall, they just feel better. You know, that mm-hmm. to me is the best part of what I do, but it all goes back to, I believe in education is empowerment and giving people the tools, you know, helping them along the way, holding their hand. Um, what I hear from a lot of people is, you know, they're just not motivated. Right. And that kind of stems mm-hmm. from the food that we eat because that Im- impacts our serotonin and our dopamine mm-hmm. and everything. So they're just not motivated. So having an accountability and support person in your life, your cheerleader, that's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's what I could even see in my um, daughter shift um, when, you know, she started at a, at a slower pace with these whole, whole set of changes. But let's say when the minute when we, kind of then you, you, when she was kind of a little bit on the wagon already because I wanted to really go at her pace and just her age and then also as an emerging adult, you know, having just different needs than, than making a, a stronger change at a time. But I remember we went to an event and they had salad as like, you know, just as part of the lunch. And she said to me that the salad was smelling so good. And I'm like... Really, this is the change, right? I mean, the, uh, the you know the the ability to even pick up, you know, your sensory system is just com- is is reset with this whole um, you know emph- oh, awareness as to what the body needs, and it just is um, you know it is just so uh, rewarding to see that these these changes to um, really let certain habits behind at least for a while. Uh, can have such a great, um, you know, outcome. 
that was Absolutely. just like one of my, fa- I mean, there were many favorite parts of helping her through this uh, and, you know, helping myself to making these, these changes. So, uh, but let's say if you were to fill in um, what that looks like when you help um, clients, like what do you help them change or shift so that they can have these outcomes that you just described? Um, that's a great question. So the biggest thing that I try to shift is mindset. It's okay. all around mindset, because if you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to want to change. Um, this is one of the actual the new questions that I ask people when I work with them is what are your motivation levels? Because you have to want to make the change because it's not easy. It's simple. Right. You can Mm -hmm. make simple changes, but it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to finding your why. Mm -hmm. I always want people to find their why. Why are they making these changes? Is it because they want to um, live longer than their parents did? Is it because they want to see their grandchildren grow up? Is it because um, they want to accomplish certain things, you know, or they um, they want to just overall feel better? You know, mm-hmm. finding that why and the mindset is the biggest thing that I can help my clients with, because when you start doing it, that's what's going to create the long lasting changes, right? Mm-hmm. Initially, like you said, I mean, I love that too. I remember when she talked about the salad um, in our detox program, you know, the, and that smell, it's the same thing. Like sugar in itself is so addictive, is eight times more addictive than drugs like cocaine, and when we, we are become hyper palatable, so our, our, our senses just become overly sensitized to sweets and they just make things sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And so when we have an opportunity to pull that away for even 21 days, it's amazing. And it only takes four days for the senses to realign. And then you start smelling and tasting things as they should, right? Fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. they, they actually taste good because that's what your senses want. And so that's the first step, right? Is, is doing, but to continue it is the mindset, Mm -hmm. I believe. And so for me, that's, um, really coaching people through it, you know, um, remembering the why setting intentions, uh, being their biggest cheerleader, letting them know that I believe in them and that they can do it because they can, you Mm -hmm. know, and and maybe they've just heard otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even I think the feedback from all the carbs that we get is that we can't live without them. And, you know, we're having these conversations as we, we did this program together that, you know, that's part of the, the thing to overcome is that the body first gives these messages what I kind of need in quotation marks, right? And then when you, the reset of this whole thing that we really learn and which is so empowering, I feel that it's not necessarily we, we can be even smarter than our body what we what we hear from them right so it's kind of like this uh you know shift that we have capacities that we 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 think we can't live without pasta but indeed we're quite happy you know even yeah. maybe we, the first, we you know, yeah. yes yeah i mean right. and that's the dopamine so we all have this dopamine in our brain that gets triggered with um certain taste smells what we're doing and sugar is that it feeds the dopamine it's that high that you mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. and that's just human nature we like that feeling right that rush absolutely but we have like you said we have the ability to shut it off and to find pleasure in other things like exercising 
or dancing or doing something else that we love that can still feed that pleasure response without sugar. And we do not need sugar in our lives. We we do not need it. Yeah. And I think that was a big eye opener when you said it in the in the class for my daughter who thought I was kind of out there when I said that, you know, we technically don't need it. You know, the body can make things that it, that it really needs. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think even having that, that sense of insight into our, you know, feelings, right? If we think about the mental or the, the psychological part of it, um, it's quite um, striking, I felt, how, you know, even without really working on the mental piece directly apart from the mindset, that that was such a freeing um, experience that even like depression or lethargy or, you know, those things that are just, you know, the, the great cloud, you know, in that in that reset, um, it, you know, it's just significantly shifted. Um, yeah. And so... For me in my field, I was so excited to see um, finally, I want to say 2022 or 2021, that the the APA, the American Psychological Association, had finally education and continuing education for psychologists for, uh, you know, the, the, the gut-brain axis and food and mood. Mm. And, um, you know, because it is such a, like it's such a link and mm-hmm. for decades, that has not been emphasized. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, at least I would say here, I think, you know, in Europe, I felt it was a different, you know, a different approach in, in certain ways, um, you know, and, and the awareness of food and, and processed food and so forth. But but still, you know, now that there's finally a little bit more, um, like, advocacy to mm-hmm. have you know really um the focus or the, the the spotlight on the food intake and how that affects us mentally so yeah. is there any uh you know maybe favorite parts in terms of like uh like a have to list with what to look for when when we want to boost our mood is there any 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 rule of thumb that where you're like you've mentioned for sure cutting out the sugar even if it's for 21 days that would do a reset in terms of the dopamine, the feel-good hormone. I mean, it's more yes. a neurotransmitter, feel-good neurotransmitter. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. That um, reducing inflammatory oils. So inflammatory oils include like your vegetable oils, your canola oils, um, sunflower, uh, even peanut, grape seeds. So all these non-natural oils are incredibly inflammatory and inflammatory. Um, what that does, um, is it creates inflammation, not only in our body, but in our brain. And so that impacts a hundred percent our mood and our, just our overall, our nervous system, right? So reducing, um, those type of oils and sticking to more what I call like going back into nature, so your olive oil, your avocado oil, coconut mm-hmm. oil, um, these, these are really great alternatives that can also help improve your mood. Um, there's, you know, a part of, a part of this is even if it's not directly correlated to food, but mindfulness. So when mm-hmm. I say that maybe it's not exactly 
just the the whole food, but what you're doing with the food. Mm -hmm. Um, So what that would be is chewing. So make sure that you're chewing your food 20 to 30 times each bite to really help the digestive system out. Also a mindfulness is taking a few deep breaths before you start eating, or um, you can even do a prayer um, or say something that you're grateful for. That is really going to help shift your mood too. So not only is it going to help improve your digestive system, but it shifts your mood overall Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Other things that you can do to improve mood is again, going back to the whole foods. So making sure that you're getting um, really good sources of nutrients. So we want to make sure that we're getting enough, you know, B B vitamins and magnesium and um, calcium and, and so many different vitamin C, vitamin D. Vitamin D is really, really, really important for mood regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a good source, oh, and omega-3s. So mm-hmm. a good source of vitamin D and omega-3s would be like your wild-caught salmon, your wild-caught mm-hmm. fish. Um, so having that and vitamin D has been directly uh, correlated to um, depression. Um, some research even notates correlation with Alzheimer's. So mm-hmm. it's really important to make sure that you're getting enough food, which is vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin um, that is high in vitamin D getting out in the sun is really important and mm-hmm. omega threes. So mm-hmm. your, your fish oil, your fishy type of foods, um, walnuts are really high in omega three mm-hmm. as well. So your nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. but that's all going to help improve your mood. Mm-hmm. I hope I answered the question. I think that is so spot on um, because we're not, again, people, it's, it's, it's not something that we see in, in the, in the, you know, even in the media a lot that these things are being really passed on from one generation to the next. It's not right. It's this, you really got to look, you really got to get like a, to, to a specialist. And then at the same time, you know, these recommendations are very simple. If we think about mm-hmm. them, I mean, it's, it's, that's a real, real, real easy thing to do, you know? Um, and so even, um, I think I said that to you um, already, but even noticing those profound health benefits in my emerging teenager, emerging adulthood sized child, um, where, you know, it eliminated had, having even to go to a full follow-up visit. Um, you know, to a doctor where, you know, the whole food reset really, you know, benefited her across so many, so many categories. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think I'm always so excited to hear about simple tools that they are so profound, even if we, if we just, you know, take them a day at a time, or, you know, we looked at this reset as we're just doing a day. And then there's another day and then we'll decide to do another day, right? You don't have to think about how many days is this? We're just like a day to day. And yeah. um, I felt that was very helpful how how you really help with the mindset in it to, to make it a, a, a manageable day, you know, at a time, so to speak. And that that would be, again, the, the piece that I see in therapy is that people come in and there's so much overwhelm. How can we even just tackle something? that feels like this is so out of my league. And yet, um, you know, with these mindset related mm-hmm. support, it's, it's very feasible. 
So, so maybe as we, as we're wrapping up our so interesting conversation, what are maybe um, if there are, you mentioned the vitamin D, uh, you mentioned the direct food source. What are perhaps like supplements that are like your favorites to recommend um, that you know people can get maybe a little bit of a jump start as well? Let's say if they don't like fish or you know. Um, you know, that they're saying I needed a little bit more, more focus. What are the top five things perhaps that you say this is like a have to for a reset? That's a very, very good question. So the, what I call is the fab five. And the reason it's the fab five is because honestly, everybody needs it unless you're in a very, um, secluded space. And when I say secluded, meaning you're in Iceland or you're in, um, <laughs> you know, some kind of Northern Europe that they're already doing, mm-hmm. you know, certain foods, like they're having sardines with every, and anchovies with every mm-hmm. meal. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk specifically about the United States and our culture. Mm-hmm. So the fab five is everybody should be on a high quality omega-3. Mm-hmm. Um, and high quality is you want to make sure the sourcing of the anchovies, mackerels um, are where they're being sourced from. So they're not farm raised. Mm-hmm. And um, that you are also getting a high quality vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And they say about 80% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D, which causes a host of issues. Like I mentioned, besides the mood and the depression and um, even low energy, there's so many other things that vitamin D impacts. Mm-hmm. So a good source vitamin D. And you want to make sure that it has K2 in it just so it can help absorbability. Mm-hmm. The third thing that you want is a very good probiotic. Okay. Um, probiotics are really important because they are going to put the good bacteria into your microbiome. And that, you know, as Hippocrates says that all disease begins in the gut, maybe mm-hmm. not all, but most, the majority. Mm-hmm. So you really want to have a healthy gut. And so we want a good quality probiotic. And I emphasize good quality because there's really bad qualities out there. So mm-hmm. you want to have good quality. The fourth is um, a glutathione. So mm-hmm. glutathione is um, actually a natural antioxidant in the body that's made. But when we are eating high inflammatory foods and high sugar, it depletes it much quicker, which can reduce our immune system. So glutathione um, is something I highly recommend for people. And the fifth one is short chain fatty acids. Short chain fatty acids are essentially a prebiotic. So they're the food for the probiotic. Mm -hmm. And you can get that again, if you're eating whole foods or or if you're eating Mm -hmm. um, fermented foods, such as sauerkraut, um, kimchi, kefir, some say kefir, Mm -hmm. that's how I pronounce it. Um, But short chain fatty acids are going to be giving the the proper food and you get that a lot from the fiber as well. So when Mm -hmm. you're eating high fiber food. So those are kind of my fab five that um, is my go-to for people. And then it all depends on the person as well. Absolutely. Well, um, this sounds really, really good. I will put that in the show notes for sure, as well as with your contact info so that people can find you and ask you more questions. As I really do too. So we'll have more conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, but thank you so much for your time today. And it's uh, really so much food for thought and food for mental health. So um, it's really exciting for me to, to hear from you here. So thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on your mental wellness podcast for your voice and sanity. Make sure to check out our show notes. 
visit our website, www.toolsforvitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show. We would appreciate it if you would tell a friend about the podcast.